You're listening to Proclaim Gospel Podcast. Coming to you from Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Your host is Evangelist Joel Gums. Welcome back to Proclaim Gospel. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world unto all nations. For a witness, then shall the end come. Greetings to you, Proclaim Gospel family. How are you today? I trust that you are in good health, even as your soul prospers. I'm enjoying the word. I'm enjoying the word. Yesterday's word was uh, a wonderful blessing to me. Your ticket to glory. I've played that recording over and over again, and I sure am blessed even by the words from my own lips. So let's give the most high a high note of praise for his living word and his word of comfort and assurance. Today's word is entitled, Please Pray For Me. Please Pray For Me. Abba Father, You who created the heavens and the earth out of nothing, You who spoke and it was done, You commanded and it stood fast. You created us in Your image and Your likeness to glorify your name. You are awesome. You are incredible. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for sending your son to die for us. As we look at your word today, open thou our hearts, prepare our hearts to receive your word with gladness. And when we have finished this day, We will be careful to give you all the praise, all the glory, and all the honor. So touch hearts, change lives, and save souls in your son's name with thanksgiving. Amen. Once again, the word is, please pray for me. We're going to look at 2 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 11. I'm reading from the Living Bible. It says, But you must help us too by praying for us. For much thanks and praise will go to Yahweh from you, who see his wonderful answers to your prayers for our safety. Let me read that again. Paul is beseeching the believers. He's saying to them, but you must help us too by praying for us. For much thanks and praise will go to Yahweh from you, who see his wonderful answers to your prayers for our safety. Paul was faced with trials, tribulations, persecutions, hardships, and he asked the believers to help him pray. Because when the believers pray, when the believers agonize with Yahweh on behalf of anyone who's in trouble, all heaven is eager to come to our aid. For where two and three are gathered in Yahweh's name, there he is, there he is to answer prayer, and he's always ready and only a prayer way. So this word here today is about praying for others. How many times you would hear people ask for prayer? You will hear somebody say, pray for me please, my brother. Pray for me please, my sister. They're going through some hardships in life and they, they're not even Christians, but they know that you are a Christian, that I am a believer, 
and that if there's anyone who would pray for them, it would be you and me. And they reach out in agony of soul and of spirit and they say, pray for me, please. And too many times the believer or the supposedly believer would say, I will pray for you. But no sooner as the person who have asked for this request has left their sight, they go about their normal business and they forgot that the individual had asked them for prayer. You see, at a time like this, you ought to stop and pause right there and lift up that soul to Yahweh in prayer. For you don't know what that individual is faced with. You do not know the circumstances, the agony of soul, the heaviness of spirit that is weighing them down, that that person is crying out to you for prayer. Even if he meets you or she meets you in the supermarket, in the restaurant, wheresoever that person may see you and they ask for prayer, you ought to pause and bow your head and lift up that one in prayer. Too often we respond to them as if we are telling them, okay, just have a nice day. Have a nice day, brother. Have a nice day, sister. That's not what they're asking for prayer for. These people are right at the edge of their road, right at the edge of jumping off of that cliff, of slitting their wrist, of overdosing, of putting a gun to their heads, of giving up hope. But this person was guided to you by the Spirit and asked for prayer. And you tell them, have a nice day. That is a sad case indeed. You see, friends and brothers and sisters, the sad thing is, if you have no intention of praying for the brother or the sister, you should not tell that person that you will pray for them. So many times people will say to me, Joel, pray for me. Sometimes even in their offices at work, I pray for them. I pray with them. I love praying for people because I want someone to pray for me. There are many times in my personal life that I've been down and almost to the, to the end of my road and I sometimes cry out within and when I look around for someone to pray for me or the spirit to guide someone to me and say, Brother Evangelist, I'm praying for you. I know you're going through a hard time. I know that things are rough with you. I'm going to pray with you and put their arms around my shoulder and bow in prayer with me. These things never happen. No one has ever come to me and say, I'm praying for you evangelist and pray with me right there. They have not done that. But you see, the reason why people cannot pray for others is because you know the sister is going through a problem. You know the sister has a personal problem that society knows about and She's an outcast and she's downtrodden with guilt and shame. But because she's lamblasted and maligned and gossiped about behind her back, the brother and the sister cannot pray for the individual. You see, they're filled with guilt and, and when the person comes to them and say, pray for me, this seems as if it's a time for them to say, okay, I will. And have a nice day, sister. Have a nice day. Have faith. Because you cannot pray for somebody when you're maligning them. You cannot pray for someone when you're stabbing them in the back. You cannot pray for the sister, the brother in church when you are going out with the sword and out for blood to slay the brother and the sister. That is why so many people are powerless in their prayer life because 
If you are speaking about someone or gossiping about them, then you cannot be praying. So these people's prayer lives are in shambles. And Satan laughs and defeats them on a daily basis. What I'm saying, many of you may be able to identify with. You may say amen, if you please. But let us look at Ezekiel chapter 22 and verse 30. The word says here, this is Yahweh, the Most High, is speaking. He is saying that I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land, that I should not destroy it, but I found none. Yahweh was looking for somebody, someone who is righteous, someone who is just, someone who can pray and intercede on behalf of the land, lest he should destroy the land, but he found none. That is a sad state of affairs, that if in Tortola, Yahweh is about to touch the land with pestilence or natural disaster or punish the nation, and he looks for someone who can stand in the gap before he touches the nation and chastises or disciplines the nation, and he finds none, Oh, what a sad state of affairs that is. But I thank Yahweh that he sent his son, Yahushua Hamashiach, to not only stand in the gap for you and me, but to go to the cross of Calvary and die openly on the cross, a cross of shame, a symbol of shame. And Yahushua Hamashiach in John chapter 17 this is the prayer, the Master's prayer. You say the Lord's prayer is the prayer of our Father which art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. That's not the Lord's prayer. This is the Lord's prayer in John chapter 17. And I picked out three verses. Verse 6, 9, and 24. This is Yahushua HaMashiach, your Savior, my Savior, the Redeemer of the world, praying for his disciples because he understands that uh, the forces of darkness uh, would like to destroy his disciples, his close followers upon whom the church was built. And this is what he says. He is praying to his father in heaven. He says, I have manifested thy name unto the men which thou gavest me out of the world. Thine they were, and thou gavest them me and they have kept thy word. I pray for them. I pray not for the world, but for them which thou hast given me, for they are thine. Father, I will that they also whom thou hast given me be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory which thou hast given me, for thou lovest me before the foundation of the world. This is Jehoshua Hamashiach interceding for his disciples, praying to his Father in heaven that he would grant them to be with him when he comes in glory. Is there someone out there who you can pray with? Is there someone you know who is going through a hard time in life? Why not pray for them? Why not call them on the phone? Why not WhatsApp a prayer to them? I have been WhatsApping prayers all over the world to people, praying for them. Some of them I don't even know, but people have asked me to pray for somebody. 
There should be someone who you know that you want to see saved in Yahweh's kingdom, even if it's a family member, even if it's a co-worker, even if it's a, a, a member of the government. Come on, brothers and sisters. Are you understanding what I'm saying? There's a world of hurting people all around us. So why not start praying for them today? And the next time someone asks for prayer, say sincerely, I'll be happy to pray with you. And let us pray right now and bow your heads right there, wherever you are. This gospel artist sang this song, I'll be standing in the gap for you. It goes like this. I heard that you were hurting, that you were suffering pain, but I didn't dare just turn my head and look the other way. For when your heart is aching, my heart is aching too. Let me help you bear your burden. That's the least I can do. I'll be standing in the gap for you. Just remember someone somewhere is praying for you, calling out your name. Praying for your strength, I'll be standing in the gap for you. Right now you may be troubled, but everything will work out fine. For the Spirit knows before you speak what is on your heart and mind. So I'll be interceding till you're standing strong again. The peace that passes understanding is going to be yours until then. I'll be standing in the gap for you. Just remember, someone somewhere is praying for you, calling out your name, praying for your strength. I'll be standing in the gap for you.
Heavenly Father, today we want to thank you for your word. The blessed assurance, Father, that your son, Yahushua Hamashiach, is praying for us. He's interceding for us right now in the most holy place. He died for us on the cross of Calvary. And when we are afflicted, he is afflicted. For he is not a high priest who cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are and we were, but without sin. Yahweh, we thank you for your grace. Today I bring somebody before you who is struggling, someone who is wrestling with a habit, with a problem of alcoholism, with a problem of homosexuality, with a problem of fornication, adultery, stealing, lying, with a problem of backbiting and murdering with the tongue. I pray for somebody who is going through a mental problem, a mental breakdown. I pray, Father, that you will break the spirit of, of, of bad-mindedness. You will break the spirit of schizophrenia in the family. I pray, Father, that you will turn back the family curses. Somebody out there is bowed down, Father. But you said you are an Elohim who lift up those who fall and raise it up those who are bowed down. Yahweh, deliver someone today. Somebody's crying out. Somebody's crying out for deliverance, Father. So today we thank you for setting the captives free, for opening prison doors and anointing someone with the oil of gladness. Father, we thank you today for your word. We thank you for touching hearts, changing lives, and saving souls. In your son's name with thanksgiving. Amen. Please pray for me.